Yo, if you're listening, you just found Kensei's podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about life, love, and professional wrestling. But mostly about a bunch of random stuff that I like. So enjoy. Welcome to Kensei's podcast. They try to fight me, she wanted coke. I called her hype beast, I made it snow. I think she liked me, one on the flow. She tried to bite me, bitch, I say no. Ain't no one built like this. I am the daimyo, I'm ill like this. All right, so doing something new this week. I am currently watching Raw while I'm recording this, so who knows what will happen when that's going on. Right now it's AJ versus... Uh, oh no, it's Omos versus uh, my dude Riddle. He's got a. If you don't know who Matt Riddle is, look him up. He's basically like the MMA RVD of today. He's like a. They keep it in like tongue in cheeks. He's a stoner and like. He's like, oh man, oh what? And like that kind of goofy, uh, Shaggy and Scooby Doo type humor, whatever. But yeah, check him out. He's dope. But yeah, so this week, what happened? Um, oh yeah, we put out Burning Bridges. Shout out Lonnie. Uh, he produced a track. Uh, it's a track that we did months ago, actually, and it was dope. I, I, uh, you know, people always say don't burn bridges, and you shouldn't because. It's just not a good idea, you know? You never know what, who you can run into later and who they knew and et cetera, et cetera, whatever. But you always want to leave love where you go and do the right thing, right? Uh, and treat others as you'd like to be treated. But at the time, I was just like, yo, you know, sometimes it's just like, fuck people, burn that bridge. Or, or like, I'm good, you know? So... Sometimes just, you know, listen to yourself and if you good, you good, you confident um in what you you're doing or what you about to get into then sometimes you can uh leave a little fire in your wake. But other than that, I uh I've been kind of busy just working on some other stuff and I may have something in the works. For myself and my life, my family, but when that happens, it happens, and we'll see if that happens. So, I've just been thinking a lot and and not stressing, but just you know when you feel anxiety and it's like oh someone's birthday's the next day or like yeah, the game is tomorrow and you're playing or or something like that where it's like your your body is aware of your plans or you know and it's just it's just building up inside of you and you just feel like oh man i need to i need to get ready or i need to look out or i need to i don't know it's crazy so i just been doing a lot with that and trying to stay level-headed and 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 see how it goes when the smoke clears and, and all that kind of stuff but yeah, you know, and something that happened uh, as I'm looking into this opportunity, another opportunity comes my way and I might favor the the first one. But at the same time, whenever you get opportunities coming your way, don't turn them down because not just because you need options and fallbacks and whatever, which is always good. You know, uh, Batman, right? Contingency plans. 
but um you never know what any opportunity could bring even if it's less favorable or not your number one pick or whatever listen to it check it out see what this person has to say see what's going on just because there might be something you learn or pick up that's going to help you for the opportunity you actually care for at maybe you know maybe it's like a you use this one to learn and then it, apply it elsewhere or who knows what i don't know but just when something comes your way don't just uh be like ah whatever i'm good i already got this always keep your eyes open always keep your head in a swivel right oh damn riddle just got choke slam like a damn um and they talk <laughs> AJ's talking shit to him while he's getting his ass beat on the outside. You got the mic and everything. All right, cool. Um, oh, my God. Big news, big news, big news. I just finished The Office, and I'm sure there's a billion podcasts that talk about The Office and and how crazy it is and the new one, whatever. I don't care. It's a dope show. I've seen it a bunch of times, but I never... And when I say I've seen it, I've seen it from episode one through the end of season seven when Michael, a spoiler alert, Michael leaves. Um, if you don't want to hear about what happens in the office, you should probably skip this part until I get to the next topic. But there you go. That's your warning. So I, I watched episode one to like end of season seven. Michael leaves and I'm like, ah, I'm good. Um that's my boy that's not not that he's the only character i liked but he was just the glue that i thought the show needed and i couldn't do it without him so i was like you know what i'm good if he's not there whatever so and also let you know i just watched the office for the first time maybe like two years ago three years ago i never paid any attention to it before and i think i've said this before sometimes like when some when something's hot you gotta let it cool off for a little bit maybe like a good 10 years or something you just gotta let it simmer let everybody else go crazy ah squid game ah this and that ah. all right whatever let it chill let all the hype die down and then you really dive in without those that, that crazy chatter in your ear telling you how good something is you know let you decide for yourself without you know the little little birdies in your ear almost just beat this motherfucker stepped on him one two three all right still got his chain on everything cool so um damn what was i talking about yeah the office so um i was like let me give it a chance this is like literally my fourth time watching through season seven and i'm just, just using this as like i need something to watch throughout the day and or like when i have when i'm eating or something like that i just put on the office sometimes and um so i give episode season eight a chance right and i think i've seen a few of the episodes before like i tried and i was like ah now nah, he's gone i don't i'm not digging this will ferrell comes in and when doing the whole audition thing and i'm like oh shit will ferrell but then i know he doesn't stay so i'm like okay um let me just dip because I don't know what's going on. Gave it a chance. Will Ferrell leaves, right? And Andy ends up being the manager. And I love Ed Helms. I love Andy on the show. And, uh, oh, RKO. Um, 
and it's just hilarious and then you know as it goes on this and that happens and i love the whole very good like full circle storytelling right when aaron and uh what's it called andy are like doing their thing but then she meets or he disappears he goes into the ocean for weeks or whatever and just dips and then aaron falls in love with uh pete plop or whatever and that's basically pam and jim but again you know and uh andy's roy so i thought it was a cool like full circle thing like return to the beginning um definitely cool and then what else uh the whole uh the who's his name the 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 district manager um david wallace he comes back when he gets when they buy he buys the company and like saves andy's job or something and then the whole uh robert california shit oh man like so it was good it was good so if you haven't seen the last two seasons of the office I would highly recommend it because even though Michael's gone, it's worth a watch. And I'm definitely most likely the only person that hasn't watched it in its entirety if you've seen it already. So maybe I'm talking to myself. But anyway, what is good with this? So they have, all right, on Raw, they have uh, a little thing backstage where they stand in front of this like wall like wall but it's like a, a a backdrop of a fake ring and it's like what's the point of that just give me the the freaking pipes or whatever they used to stand in front of just give me a freaking cage with like some random construction materials on the left side of it like that's that's what i need that's what i need in my wrestling random construction materials to the side and yelling at me in front of it you know that's cool so someone told me my boy on twitter he was hitting me about well actually you know what before i get into that i wanted to talk about what the hell's been going on with this dave Chappelle situation oh they're doing the mega powers oh they're doing the mega powers but why would they do the Alright, cool. I mean, COVID champ, Biggie, Drew McIntyre, COVID champ, shout out, pandemic. Anyway, so yeah, the Dave Chappelle situation happened. Um, so if you don't know, he just came out with a comedy special that I haven't heard yet. I'm waiting for a couple weeks to uh, watch it with her. And he had like another trans joke that got some backlash online right and it got some backlash in the previous uh stand-up special he did where he called them like and i don't know if i have to apologize or anything for this but he called them like the alphabet police or whatever like the lgbt q's and z's or whatever um and i don't mean any disrespect i'm just saying what happened uh and people got upset and there's more to it than what I'm alluding to. There's a lot more to it, but I'm just giving it the gist, the the run the rundown. Um, and so then Dave Chappelle came out and he, he had another joke, whatever. And then this trans woman who works for Netflix, I think, 
uh, on one of their shows, she came out and was like, oh, this is horrible. I can't believe this and that. He's 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 doing all this horrible stuff, whatever. I don't know the exact quote, but he she had a lot to say. You can look it up. And she apparently recently just got uh, suspended or something from Netflix. So we're going to see how that plays out. But I feel like... So there's there's a lot of ways to talk about it. One is you know, the who, what, where, when, why's the fact that it's a private owned company, Netflix, right? And they have the right to put on whatever material they want. So, which is also something you have to pay for. It's not like out in the street. So if you don't like it, you don't need to watch it yet. We still understand that he is a very powerful person in the sense of him being so famous and liked, and that's not his fault that he's so famous and liked but his words will carry farther than some random joe schmo on the street shout out joe schmo so some people would say you know spider-man great power comes great responsibility but at the same time who are we giving that said responsibility to he's a comedian it's his job to make people laugh it's his job to think about things to make people think about things in different ways um through humor um, he is a magician of words and storytelling and he's going to make you feel something. And sometimes it's not always, you know, what you were looking for, especially if you're getting made fun of. And, and so everyone can laugh at someone else, but when it's yourself, it's hard to do so. But that's when you have to laugh because maybe he said something very funny. Um, he was in the... <laughs> And the other one, he was talking about basically like, you know, I feel like I feel different on the inside. And then they're like, oh, you should be who you want or whatever. And he's like, oh, I feel Chinese, you know, but he's a black guy. And so it's like, that's yeah, funny. But not to belittle anyone else's situation of how they feel. It's just a funny way of, you know, taking a situation or looking at a, uh, a current not a current because it's been going on for a long time in terms of um, transgender people being around you know it's been around forever but yeah it's just uh, I feel like he has the right to say whatever he wants to say just like anyone else does um, but it, de it depends on the platform they're using and in what way. Like, I don't think he went on stage to be an asshole and, and, and spread hate speech. I don't think that's what he did. I haven't, again, I haven't heard the joke yet and I'm waiting to hear it. And I'm sure I'll update you guys once I do. But he, you know, if, if you don't like to be made fun of, don't go to a comedy show. You know what I mean? If you have soft skin, don't go to a comedy show. If you throw up easy when you see blood, don't go to a GCW show. It's just kind of, it's not simple, but it's kind of simple. Just certain things are, are going to be a little out of left field. And if you're not ready to hear someone say some crazy shit, don't turn to that channel, really. But no disrespect to anybody. I love everybody. I want everybody, free all the people 
in 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 their biological bindings you know what i mean like i want if you want to be something else then whoever someone else said you were go crazy be who you want to be um chase your dreams chase your reality this is your life do what you got to do um but yeah i don't know i'm just a guy i'm just a guy with a mic but you know we gotta spread love and you know i was talking to my friends about it and i was like uh you know like i could see how someone like that could be upset because they're a targeted people and they're they're any kind of like comments that could be seen as negative could fuel more um hate speech and fuel more negative emotions or or actions because you know a lot of bad things have happened to that group of people um recently so you know i get it we just we just should spread love and i'm sure he has no hate towards anyone maybe about that person who talked shit about him but uh that's what happens on the playground right if you step up to the stage be ready i think dave Chappelle should go to wwe <laughs> i think uh I think he should do a WrestleMania run and just like, I don't think he has to have a match. He could maybe do like a, a tag team or something, him and Bad Bunny, right? Um, or or someone like John Cena or someone funny. And he doesn't even need to do anything. He just needs to come out and cut somebody's ass and it would be hilarious. And you know, Dave's brolic now, so it will work. It's not like he's some like scrawny dude. He can get in there and look good. So I don't know. I think Dave should be in the WWE. That's my campaign. Um, let's do it. Let's get some kind of somebody start a petition. Someone get him, get get his people on the phone. Get him on tag. Someone tag Dave Chappelle and be like, "Yo, WWE," because I seen him and Vince chilling. So mm, I don't know. If that was me, he probably doesn't want to do it. But I think he should do it. Okay, so. My boy was like, yo, talk about Dragon Ball Z. I was like, all right, cool. What the hell do you want me to talk about Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> if you want to talk about, you know, I grew up with it. I love it. It's my it's my shit. I got Sun Wukong on my arm. Basically, the story of Goku. Um, it's the shit. Favorite character has to be Vegeta or like Piccolo, Tien. My fuck is like that. Um, but yeah, I grew up with it. I loved it. I remember watching it on the Japanese channel in like 1997, 98. Yeah, it was like 98. It had to be like 98. Because it wasn't really out yet over here. And you only knew it because like your Asian boy would would, would low-key know about it. That's that's how I found out. My, my Korean boy in... Uh, in like the second grade was like yo you need to peep this i was like all right cool what's this i was like oh shit they doing this because what are we we're watching batman it's, you know it's cool and all like he's beating motherfuckers up but it wasn't no dragon ball z and this is back like frieza saga on repeat in japanese so it wasn't even like saying saga in english yet or maybe it was or i haven't i didn't see it it wasn't like tsunami wasn't popping off yet like that you just had to. You just had to know. You had to have the tapes, or you had to like catch it on Saturday mornings or something like that. 
and like I remember seeing the intro, I was like, oh, dragon, dragon, punch the dragon. And you'd see Trunks going Super Saiyan. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? What is that? What is, why is his hair yellow? And you would, you know, because I'm a little, you, this is the first time you're seeing it. You're like, yo, what is it? And then you don't see this motherfucker for like eight years real time. Because they're running back to Frieza Saga about for three fucking years. But... Yeah, Bobby lashed out here in a purple suit. All right, go ahead, play it. Um, but yeah, Dragon Ball Z was crazy, like coming up with it and like the world experiencing Dragon Ball Z at the same time as you, like in these little pockets, because like people knew, but like the hood knew what was up with Dragon Ball Z, but like the world was like catching on to it. It was coming out like Pokemon, like that was blowing up beyond recognition. Um, and then you'd have like the Japanese Dragon Ball Z games coming through, GT Final Bow, Dragon Ball Z Legends, Ultimate Battle 22. We had all those. Ask Row, I was throwing hands. So crazy trying to figure out games in Japanese with no YouTube, no, no, no books, no nothing. It's just Japanese, and you're just like, all right, I just gotta figure it out. And this was uh, these were the Japanese games because back then you could get like a, it wasn't a Game Shark. It was just like this. This little adapter you could put in the back of your PlayStation 1 and you would put it back there and you'd have this like little spring you would put inside of where the disc goes. It was like a, a open top and there was a little button which when you close the top, a pin would press a button saying, okay, yeah, the system is closed, run the game. So you would put the spring there so it thinks that the game is still in there and you haven't opened the top. So this is what you would do. You'd put the thing in the back. You put like a regular American game in there. You put the shit on, and then it turns. It, the game doesn't come on. It comes up to like a this like uh, this menu, which is from the adapter, and then the disc would stop spinning because basically it's loading up, saying okay, this is a real disc, and then it would stop, and then you would take it out. You'd open it, but the spring is holding it, so it still thinks it's open. You take it out, switch out to whatever burned game you had, whatever Japanese game, and I didn't do this, don't arrest me, FBI. But um, you would throw it in there, and you could play all of these games. It was crazy. This is before, like, whatever we got now with the authentication, whatever, right? So I'd be playing with all these characters that I had not seen yet on the TV show because in America... They just killed you with those repeats, Saiyan Saga, Yamcha, oh, Tien got his arm blown off, oh, and then he run it back, oh, Cyberman, Nappa's here again, oh, and you're just like, damn, but, you know, Vegas can't be choosers, and what the hell else am I doing, I'm like, eight years old, so, uh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z was crazy, um, but now I feel like, they, not that they need to stop, you can't stop, it makes too much money, it's too popular, it's like, it's like milk, you know, um, it's just there. So, like, I get it. Dragon Ball Super and, like, Dragon Ball Super Saiyan Guy, Dragon Ball freaking Ultra's Instinct, Dragon Ball Blue. Dra like, uh, it's a little, it's a little much, but I get, you know, you sell toys that way. You sell merch that way. You sell, you know, more seasons that way, movies. Just give them another transformation. Give them another transformation. Um... Not even freaking transformation. But 
anyway, I love that kids are growing up with it being mainstream and not like, oh, you watch that nerd shit. And it never really was because I heard that the other day, like, oh, um, Dragon Ball Z was like for the nerds. I'm like, not where I'm from. Like, everybody was on that. You were a nerd if you didn't know about Dragon Ball Z. Like, who the hell wasn't watching that? Freaking loser. If you didn't watch Dragon Ball Z when you were a kid, you're a loser. And if you're a kid right now and you're not listening and you're not watching Dragon Ball Z, you're a, a herb. So get on it. Get your, get your history up. But yeah, it's popping if you, you know, you know about it. Do your thing. And so, oh, controversial topic. I... I would have to say, like, out of the, I think it's, like, top five, like, um, shonen anime, like, shonen jumps, like, Dragon Ball Z is not number one. Some people might consider it number one just because it, like, broke through and, like, introduced us to everything in that way. Um, But out of, like, Bleach, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z... um, Naruto I might have to say Naruto is number one it it went mainstream so hard and that's due to like Dragon Ball Z's success and the success of all these other animes and like the Sailor Moons the Pokemon right but like oh they got Chucky on Raw um the hell I never watched Chucky as a kid I was like nah hell nah and now I'm just kind of like this is stupid I'm not scared of no fucking doll beat that motherfucker up you kidding me? Kick this dude. Have, were there ever any black people on Chucky? I'm curious. Like, did anyone just kick the shit out of him and just have him go flying out a window? Like, wouldn't that just, ha- like, work? Why ha- haven't they done that? But anyway. <sighs> so I lost what I was talking about because I'm pissed off about Chucky. Oh, is it, is it, what is going on? Is it a movie or a TV show? Oh, he's like, I didn't know I ain't got no batteries. Um, But yeah, Naruto, I feel like because there's a couple of reasons why it was so successful. But one of the main reasons I feel like is because it's just a modern adaptation of like the same story. And it involves a lot of a lot more drama and emotion. Whereas Dragon Ball Z, you could watch the whole thing and you're kind of just like, all right, some points when, you know, like Krillin dies and like whatever you get a little choked up, but these motherfuckers come back to life like it's nothing. So there's no um, fear when you're watching the show where, like, oh, he's never coming back. Like, Goku's dead every freaking episode doing everything. Um, so with Naruto, it's like, these motherfuckers die, that's it. And also, they're just human. They're not super-powered anything, you know? They're literally just humans that train to be ninjas. And they be going through all this stuff and like the perspectives on things are just so interesting compared to Dragon Ball Z where it's pretty much good versus evil like uh, conquerors versus people trying to protect the planet or whatever right or people trying to become immortal or super become a supreme power and hurt people whereas in Naruto it's kind of just like the, the after effects of war and the different um, viewpoints. So, like a lot, a lot of the time, we see the viewpoint of Naruto and the the Leaf Village, 
but then when they flipped it up and shipped it in and they were at um they showed pain story and how they were basically like this war-torn country after the great war and you're just like damn like who who is the good guy and you know madara's whole spoiler alerts all over here and madara's whole thing with the like throw everybody into genjutsu and and create peace like hmm, you know it's kind of like the thanos thing but he's not trying to kill everyone and the for the utmost like understanding they're ninjas so it's like death is part of life so they're you know they all understand this so you come through to him and he's trying to do some ill shit you die mm, might be your fault but anyway i just there's just way more layers in naruto than there is in a lot of the other classic animes so it's hard to compare you can't really put one over the other but i do value naruto um in a very strong way due to its um relevance to you know society and whatever but yeah that's um that's dragon Ball z that's 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 what i got to say about it those sh figure arts figures if you see them for retail cop them because they go crazy like you get them 30 and then they go up to like 200 just like what can't even cop one of these i wanted to get a super boo just to flex and i'm like man i'm not paying 150 dollars for a super boo you bugging get that shit out of here okay so i think now we can talk a little wrestling and i'm gonna tell you right now i have not watched too much wrestling this week but a bunch of stuff has happened john moxley took on nick gage in that nasty ass death match and i only saw clips of it because i wasn't trying to watch that nasty ass shit and there was a scene where a scene there's a spot where they took the the light tubes well he was they put uh i don't even know who did what i think john moxley was sitting in the corner they put the light tubes on his face and then he ran and did like a, a broski boot to his freaking face like through the glass into his face kicking glass into his face and as you know wrestling is a show but this ain't you know what you think it is go look uh, ah it's nasty um i don't know why john moxley's still doing those death matches he needs to chill he got he made way too much money be doing all that crazy shit and it's like yeah 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 give back and 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 no nah, don't give nothing man you got what you got and just keep it bro don't get cut up nasty any more than you need to don't get no more scars than you need to bro get them pocket scars and money you know like chill Renee going crazy <laughs> uh what else happened uh nxt 2.0 okay i watched like the majority of that and what i have to say is it feels like i'm watching the reset that i predicted but the reset of like wrestling so or the wwe so if you got a little brother a little sister a little cousin whatever get them on it right now because this is like an, a very interesting time and it's always the beginning um in wrestling kind of and you can kind of just jump in anywhere but when you're talking about like brand new characters brand new design they're they're learning and growing as the episodes go this is just a very interesting time in wrestling and it would be dope to 
it's going to be dope to hear from the kids that grew up with NXT 2.0 as their first wrestling experience. It's going to be very interesting. These could be this the next Rock or the next Stone Cold could come out of this group. I don't know because it's a different machine these days. They're not trying to make no Rocks and Stone Colds to like leave them and go to Hollywood. Not that Austin did that, but you know, you get me. It's just a different kind of business now, but... We, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear that. It's windy as a mother outside. LA's been getting a little crazy with this weather. It rained the other day. That was a little, that was a little crazy. But, um, this guy, Reggie, I don't know where this guy came from. He's got to be some kind of world class gymnast or something. All he does is just come out with a 24 7 title and just to be doing flips. Oh, it's our truth. <laughs> Why is our truth has got to have like the best job? He just like he's like super established. He can just chill, do a bunch of light spots, and collect his bread. You know, Austin Theory just got a fucking twist of fate. Jeff Hardy is so like interesting, and there's always the whole like the what ifs. What if he didn't get involved in like the the substances and whatever? Oh, with the tights, Austin Theory with the roll up on Jeff. Wow, internet's gonna go crazy. Internet is going crazy tonight. Oh my God, Jeff lost. Oh my God, Jeff lost. But that's what he's here for. You know what I mean? Like he's not about to win the belt. He's got to put people over and make them look good. He'll probably get a win off Austin Theory for sure. But they feel like Austin Theory is that guy. I don't know. He looks kind of weird to me. Maybe it's the goatee. It's fucking with my head. I don't know. Goatees are weird. Sorry if you got a goatee. But especially when they look like that. But they think they think he's the next guy. I don't see it. Sorry. Prove me wrong. Ha. But uh, uh, what's his name on NXT 2.0? Uh, Gacy? I forget his first name. The one that's like woke and like PC and everything. Like, it's an interesting character. It's kind of Bray Wyatt-ish. With, like, a, a little Daniel Bryan seasoning on top. But, I don't know. He he seems, like, green. But, you know, it'll get better. It'll, we'll see what happens. And, um... The, the tag team stuff is okay. I, I like, uh... What's their damn names? MSK that, that came over from Impact. I dig them, but it's like I don't really... There's no one else tag team-wise that I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, that's their competition. They need to... Like the grizzled young veterans, the dudes from the UK, like talk about like misplaced. Like I don't know. Like I think the indie crowd likes them. I like the internet community, the IWC, whatever, but like they are not doing it for me. I don't know why. It's not because of the, the accent. It's just like their gimmick is just so played out. It's like, oh, we're from over here. It's like, all right. Like, I get it. But that's just me. But, yeah, what else happened? Uh, I cannot remember what happened last week on Raw. What happened on SmackDown? Oh, like, Paul Heyman came out and, like, begged Roman to, like, not kill him or something. Something like that happened. 
and I'm sure it was great because Roman's great. I know Roman's breaking some kind of like merchandise record for like sales right now. And someone had posed the question, what if they had put Cena as a heel? Because they were always worried about what would happen if Cena turned bad, you know, turned into a heel. Would that have hurt his merch? Because, you know, he's like the good guy. He would go. He, he still has like the record of most wishes granted for like the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is awesome. But it's like if he like starts slapping people and like hitting people, cheating in matches, he's still doing that. Do you think it would like matter? I don't think it would have mattered. I think he would have went crazy. I think everyone would have loved him more. It would have been on some like, yo, this this guy is 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 cool, you know? Because once somebody's good for too long or the good guy for too long, they get a little corny. Like that's why people like Batman over Superman, because Superman is like the good guy. He's corny. Batman got a little edge to him. He'll slap a mother up just because walking, he's jaywalking breaking his legs you know but i think i might have mentioned it in one of the other episodes that the older i get the more i appreciate superman just because oh these who are these dudes oh it's uh kofi versus gender and gender got like an indian crew now these dudes are from nxt i forget their names but that's dope you could do some they need the great Kali to come out and do something but I don't think he even cares about anything. I've heard some funny-ass stories about Great Kali. Um, oh, the other tag team on NXT, Carmelo and... forget the dude's name, but... Oh, <laughs> and uh, the Italian dude. Oh, my God. D'Angelo, uh, something D'Angelo. They got him in the whole, like, Guido... Like wife beater with the, with the fedora kind of thing. He he came out and like tried to bribe the ref. Like yo yo yo, uh, like before the match. Real funny. So I I'm digging that. Like and you know that's what I'm saying. They got all these like really cartoony kind of characters on NXT 2.0. It it's really reminding me of like early WWF, like the early 90s with all these like cartoony characters, like Doink the Clown. Um, macho man and his like whole attire just very loud characters very interesting like you know the guard repo man isaac yankum the dentist all these guys it's, it's i think it's interesting i think it's very interesting and I'm, i think it's gonna be cool to watch what happens with them but other than that i think uh yeah, wrestling is, uh, oh, I know, the four pillars. Can't forget about AEW. So there's been all this talk about the four pillars of AEW, which is MJF, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, and who was the fourth one? MJF, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, and is it Adam Page? Or is it, it's not Orange Cassidy. I think it was Adam Page and people were complaining why is it not Britt Baker and I'm not trying to get on here and hate Britt Baker's dope I don't I don't see the comparisons of like she's the greatest women's wrestler of all time or like she's up there with like the four horsewomen 
in WWE. I just, I don't know. I don't see it. I know she's dope. She does her thing. She's over as hell. Can't deny that. They love her. But I, uh, what? The yellow M&M is dead? Got me watching commercials. Um, but I don't, I don't know. That, but she is a good one to put in there. Adam Page, I kind of feel like he is the chosen one, regardless of what's going on. I have not seen an Adam Page match or segment that I'm like, damn, I got to watch this. I've definitely seen that with Darby Allen. I've seen that with Jungle Boy. I've seen that with um, MJF. And I don't know. Adam Page, he was coming out with a noose. I wasn't feeling it. I don't know if he's still doing that. I know it's cowboy shit, but mm-mm, not. Mm-mm. They need to... I don't know. I don't know about that one, Chief. But the other three, it's, um, I just wish Darby Allen was like six foot five. That's, <laughs> that's like my only wish. But they're cool. They, they're doing their thing. Um, I got all their first time, like their rookie figures. So I hope they go to the moon. You feel me? But I I think that's that's a good cast. Like if you take Darby, MJF, Jungle Boy, and Britt Baker, I think that's a good cast of your four pillars. That would be my four pillars of AEW. I'm not putting Adam Page in there because he ain't done nothing but get the tag titles with Kenny Omega. And I I think I was talking to Ro about this a little while ago, and he was telling me. Adam Page was doing stuff in Japan and he was doing stuff before. I never seen this fool before in my life before the Bullet Club stuff. And maybe I'm out of touch or I was out of touch, but I don't really care. It, the dude had a noose. I'm chilling. I'm good on that, my dude. Um but yeah, he's cool. I really think those other four guys and Brit the three and, and her would uh or are gonna hold this company down for the near, very near future, probably farther than that. I don't think any of them would leave. They definitely are not going anywhere outside of the country. I could see if who out of them would go to WWE, it would have to be like in like six years or something, and it's MJF. And he's like, you know what? I'll be a real heel <laughs> and and leave y'all. And they would hate him for it. And that's perfect because that's what he needs. But he reminds me a lot of The Miz. Not just because he looks like him, but just in his demeanor and his presence, um, the way he promos. The Miz is, is better, but MJF is like, 10 years old so it'll come with time if he sticks with it I uh, I think he's gonna go far I think out of the the four he has the highest ceiling that's what I think Darby is the coolest because he's got the look and the merch and he's just willing to just jump off things but you can't jump off things forever just remember what I was talking about before. Jeff, talking about jumping off things forever. If he hadn't fell off with the whole like substance thing, alcohol thing, man, 
and he would have like stayed in the WWE, I feel like so much would be different. But you could say the same thing about like Kurt Angle, just a lot of people. But I just I feel like because I kind of stopped watching when Jeff went solo and he was starting to get into the WWE title picture, WWF title, whatever it was, WWE title picture at the time. Uh, I remember him fighting Undertaker for the Undisputed title on SmackDown. This was like 2002 or something. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Jeff Hardy? That's crazy. And this is when Matt was doing the V1 stuff and they split him up or something. And oh, the New Day has Fuji's gear. That's I need to get that gear. That uh, Those figs, if they come out with them. That's a good cop. And like put it with like the Fuji's album, like, but um, what's it called? Sorry, I'm just getting. I'm watching this match, but yeah, Jeff. Uh, Jeff's still that dude. He's still that dude. Shout out Andy. Love Jeff. Everybody loves Jeff. Who doesn't love Jeff? But yeah, I'm really interested to see if Kofi wins because then if Kofi wins this match he's taking on Xavier Woods in the semifinals and everyone wants Xavier to win I want Xavier to win the other strong candidate would be I think it's Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn beat Rey Mysterio um Xavier beat some fool Kofi's doing gender, and then there's one more matchup I forget. But, oh, Hurricane Rana. I got to track on Hurricane Rana. I'm not going to let you hear it. Nah. But yeah, man, stream burning bridges. Me and Lonnie did our thing. Uh, shout out Glass. He he sent me some beats, and I just tore two of them up yesterday. He was like, ah, it's crazy. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. That little Calvin peeped at yesterday when I stole that baby. Yeah, shout out. You see my IG. You know what I'm talking about. Snatching babies and giving them back because I ain't, I ain't down with that. But, yo, shout out Calvin. Shout out, shout out Calvin. Babies are crazy, man. I haven't seen a baby. <laughs> I haven't seen a baby in like 15 years. I'm sorry if there's been any babies that I've seen in the past 15 years, and I'm not mentioning you, but probably weren't too mentionable or too memorable, baby. It's not my fault. It's your fault. You need to do something more memorable with your life next time. But I saw a baby yesterday. It's my boy's baby. He had a baby. It's crazy. This is a whole, It's like looking at your friend, but they're little. It's just crazy. It's it's the most wildest thing when you really think about babies. And and they're so dependable on you for everything. I was talking about this with someone today about how, you know, a deer will be born or like a horse or an elephant. And that motherfucker going on a stroll and a couple hours later, he's doing his own thing. But like a baby human, they are, they're literally tied to you for the next like four years like three years very interesting and our lifespans are pretty long so I guess it's equivalent to like 
but no wait elephants like they live to be like a hundred years old right and they out here doing their whole thing like whales are coming out swimming like chilling and i know they stay with their parents for like at least a year or something but just so interesting if you believe in evolution or if you believe in whatever you believe in these are just interesting things to think about because if you believe in divine creation it's like they made us this way so we're so dependent on our parents why wouldn't they why wouldn't we be made you know a little bit more capable as other animals are maybe because we're developing so many different parts of our brain at the same time or i obviously do not know what what how it works but it's just interesting but again with divine creation there is no like questioning you just kind of got to be like all right i guess that's how it is when evolution it's also funny because everything's just random random in a sense of oh we're like this due to our environment you know it wasn't really it's not predetermined it's not it could have just been that day it it rained and it flooded and, and it caused something else to happen and now you know humans developed a different kind of farming system because they were there you know whatever right just really interesting to think about so i think i'm going to keep it short this week oh before i go look out for them rock and cena ultimates they drop in i was able to get two rocks i got a cena on the way check out the target app they're on there the price dropped they're not like 50 dollars anymore they're down to like 30 amazon had it i snagged one off there for cheap but invest in those ultimates bro my dudes i'm telling you if you're gonna start collecting anything oh man is that the sos like that thing kofi does is just so like crazy looking i feel like he's gonna break his neck every time but if you're gonna collect anything and you're trying to look for like increased value over time those ultimates are going crazy just just look at them just look at what they're what something sells for retail and then we'll look, look what it sells for like two years later uh, i'm just i'm just dropping some knowledge but y'all want to hear me um and did i cop anything this week i just picked up uh oh i found the joker with the mask the classic uh 60 was it 66 batman the classic tv series like no 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 batman low-key my favorite batman not that i watched a whole ton of it but i did watch a good amount to to absorb <laughs> adam west's performance and i it's it's like the most ridiculous thing because you got this guy who's batman he's literally the dark knight the most lethal martial artist on the planet, smartest guy, everything, richest dude, and it's freaking Adam West. <laughs> it's hilarious, and it's 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 just a very silly take on Batman, and it's great. So I got that figure a while ago, but just got the masked Joker variant. It's a good one, and uh, did I cop anything else? I don't know if I told you I got the LGN Cody they look like because i know they're doing that cody then after that they're doing a darby 
I'm gonna cop those. I think I'm done with the AW figures. I'm gonna have to get the Brody Lee. But other than that, I don't know. I'll get guys that might turn into like, cause I'm trying to look at like, oh, who's gonna be the guy? So like Sammy Guevara or, a, oh, that was the fourth guy. I think it was MJF Darby, Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara instead of Adam Page. So that makes it a little more difficult for Britt Baker because I know how over Sammy is. But <sighs> Jungle Boy might have to go over Britt Baker. Because Jungle Boy does his thing. But like, for how long are you going to be called Jungle Boy? You're going to be 40 years old, Jungle Boy? And does he become Jungle Man? Does he become just man? Or does he like jungle? Like, I don't know. That's, that's a... Might have wrote him, like written himself into a wall there, into a corner. Oh, oh, the oh, full Nelson, half Nelson slam. Oh, Kofi's done for. One, two, three. Yep. Okay. Don't hinder gender, baby. King gender. Hmm. I think I could go with that. Gender's the man, yo. Talk about coming from like complete jobber status to world champion very cool like like rank up a few years ago when he was the wwe champion because 3mb was you know they were funny they're a little comedy act he slater drew and and gender and you would never think anything of gender mahal back then you're just like oh he's just some young some young dude who sucks and then i don't know if he got fired or he he left but came back, kicked ass. All right, so oh yeah, Finn Balor. So it's gonna be Sami Zayn versus Balor, and then Jinder versus Xavier Woods. I'm gonna call. Man, is it gonna be Balor versus Jinder? Do you think Xavier Woods can beat Jinder Mahal? Yes. Will it happen? I don't know. This is interesting. And someone online was complaining, as they always do, about how it's the tournament is should be full of like young guys that aren't exposed. And that might be cool for like an NXT or like some kind of I don't know, but the King of the Ring, I feel like you have to bring prestige and attention to it. There could be like one young guy. And maybe they should have expanded the brackets a little bit more. Maybe make it not just two rounds, but like three rounds. And then you get some of that younger talent mixed in there. But you got to give me some matchups where I have to question who's going to win. Sami Zayn versus Balor. Uh, I'm pretty sure Balor's going to take that. Jinder Xavier, it got me kind of questioning things. Because but when you really look at it, it's going to be Balor versus Jinder. Because you can't do a face in a face in the WWE at least. Unless Xavier is seen. Xavier can pull off some heel shit and just like try to cheat to win. And it'll be okay because he's Xavier and he's like crafty. They running the shit out of these uh, holographic entrances. But whatever. Sasha Banks. Do your thing. So yeah I think all the original debut attire of Jushin Liger from Storm Collectibles. I copped it. It came in. It looks crazy. The box is dope. Um, 
It's got him posing on the back and on the sides. And I like how it's so thin. Like the box is so thin because like if you get a few of these, you can like storm collectibles, you can kind of just line them up like books. And it's a lot easier to display that. And just like you would do elites or whatever because of the, the artwork on the side, but those are a little more thicker. Um, but these are very cool. Cop it now. If you, went to, if you, if you fuck with Jushin, cop it now. It's going to go and all his stuff goes up. Always does. Um, and if you don't know who Jushin Liger is, look him up because that is the reason why all of your wrestlers are doing what they're doing right now. Like Rey Mysterio, yeah, whatever, but, and not yeah, whatever, Rey Mysterio. But if there was no Jushin Liger, there may not have been a Rey Mysterio. Um, it's just something to think about. I'm a big Jushin fan. Big, big Jushin fan. But yeah, I think that'll do it uh, for now. Like I said, go stream Burning Bridges. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Peace. I am the daimyo, I'm ill like this. Shorty, she know how to do what I like. Smashing her head while I'm flying a kite. Smashing her bitch and I'm hard all night. Burning bridges, burning bridges. Burning bridges, burning bridges. Burning bridges, burning bridges. Burning bridge, burning a bridge. Test my limit, I'm up in it. Ready to go, I just finished. That shit was fire, her kitty on go. Sent to me, I added a dough.